0: Morning. Good
1: Good morrow. I
0: think you and I are talking at the same place. I know. You know what? I (laughs) I do believe you're our first guest to actually hold the honorary idiotic mug. Yep.
1: Yep. We finally got our act together (laughs) and (laughs) have been able to ship them out and such. Uh, Irony um, the dishwasher in the office is currently running and so i don't have the mug i had to default to the pier one imports mug so dang
0: it i uh mine was actually dirty also but i just kind of rinsed it out and put more coffee in it takes care of it
1: i know (laughs) well i scanned the office quick to see if i could see one on anybody's desk to go rob it from them and then wash it quickly but (laughs) Anyway, that was no good, and I thought, mm, now that and the computer issues I had getting us started this morning was like, yeah, safety first. Let's just get coffee and, and consider there that.
0: There you down. go. So, yeah, yeah.
2: and mine's so inaugural usage because I couldn't use it before I was drinking with you guys, right?
1: Yeah, there we go. Excellent. So, good morning, everybody. Good morning to the folks who uh, who are joining us in the chat. Good morning, Jack. Good morning, Carlita. Uh, thanks for chiming in there. Good morning, Connie. Um, yeah, so we have um, we have the divine Ms. Emily Wood back with us here today, um, who was with us a, a while ago. Emily is the author of, and I'm going to let Emily pronounce the, or, or spell us out the name of, of the book and give us the quick description, but we really enjoyed having her, and she's speaking to a lot of truths that uh, a lot of us face in our day-to-day lives. So Ms. Emily, we'll let you uh, do a, a quick intro of yourself there.
2: Good morning, everybody. I wrote eLearning Department of One, which is from ATD Press, and you can get it on Amazon if you're so inclined, and I'm happy to sign
1: it for you if you see me. Uh-huh. <laughs> are, you, are you going to be at Learning Solutions or the ATD conference coming up? I will be at
2: the ATD conference.
1: All righty. So I will definitely, we will definitely look for you there and make sure that we connect so we can, uh, we can have a book signing there for sure.
2: Oh, well, I've been teasing everyone. So. You know who the keynote speaker is at that, right?
1: Um, Is I have a hunch, I know.
2: Yeah, and you know she likes to give things away, and it's my birthday. Oh, so okay. I think my birthday present should be everybody gets a copy of the book. You get a
1: book, you get a book, you get a book.
2: Exactly. You get to run uh, around and
0: hide a copy under everybody's chair. There you go. <laughs> right. If everybody just would look underneath their chair, there's a surprise for you. Or maybe like a package, like a gift package. Mm.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And then they said, there don't you want a car? And I said, well, if she wants to give me a car, too, I'm down for that.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah. Oh, just, just don't read your book while driving the car. That's all you have to do.
2: Well, so I we mean, on tape. we'll get one of you guys
1: to record it for me, right? Oh, there we go. There we go. Uh, yeah, there we go. We can do and that. And she'll be giving away self-driving cars, so. Oh. There's that, too. Yeah. <laughs> There's that. Yep. Nothing but the the best, the most uh, up-to-date approaches of things yeah very very cool all right so we're, we're talking effective instructional media uh, development today um, I think this is going to be kind of a, a wide-ranging conversation because there's lots of little pieces that uh, um, that we want oh Connie says she bought the book and Amy says she's going to look for you at ATD uh, mm-hmm. as well so uh, we've got some chime-ins there um, maybe before we forget since you know strike while the iron is hot Emily just throw the link in for the book too on, on like say the ATD store or, or Amazon or wherever mm-hmm. um, just that way people have got it and they've got this whole conversation to be able to grab the link as opposed to at the end. And then we shut the whole thing down and they go, "Whoa, the link is gone. Curse you.
0: <laughs> Except the chat, For those people who aren't familiar with crowdcast, the chat does stick around in the archive. So if you want to scroll back around and then we try to save all the links too. So
1: yep. never fear. Yeah. We try not to leave folks high and dry, but then again, we're actually thinking of it first this time I think that's 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 what's yeah. different about this whole pro- approach right yeah <laughs> exactly. very cool um very very cool so we, we in, in the pre-chat uh we were just we were talking and Emily was actually talking about a, a new hack that she's been uh playing around with and um it's actually something we've had a lot of people you know ask us about lately um as well and it's a um I think it's something that a lot of people would find useful. So Emily, why don't you walk us through what you guys were doing and the hack, the, the problem and the hack and, and, and so on. And we'll start there for a chat today.
2: Yeah, sure. So um, we have a big conference coming up at the company that I work for, a private conference. You wouldn't want to come to it. Um, where we have taped different people in the organization against a green screen, and then I'll make it look like they're all in the same place or I don't know. We'll figure that out. Um, but it's a ton of people and And then with most people speak Spanish, so it sort of flips between some of the speakers are in English and some of them are in Spanish, but the instructional designer who's actually doing the, um, the cutting and deciding what parts to keep only speaks English. And so we were talking about how long it's going to take somebody to transcribe all of this. So rather than sit there and type it all out, what we did was we set up a private YouTube channel Oh, for the machine to run over it and then downloaded all of the transcripts.
1: Yeah, Jack, we are as well. Sorry, em- Emily, we're getting some interruptions in your audio. Nice.
0: Yeah, it's just a bandwidth issue, I think.
1: Yeah, now we've frozen up.
2: Oh. you Downloaded the captions on them. And um, then we use that to cut because it gives you the little timestamps of where the person is saying what they want to do our rough cuts in the video. Um, The only sort of weird thing with that is because most of my stuff is bilingual, the parts where they're speaking in either English or Spanish, whichever one they were doing less of, it tries to transcribe it using the vocabulary or the phonics of that other language. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are whole sections that are unusable in terms of uh, doing the cuts from that. So you have to actually watch it. Um, mm-hmm. So that's been amusing.
1: Yeah, but so it saved we, a I,
2: huge amount of time in terms of our initial development.
1: Yeah, we unfortunately we we lost you for chunks of that. Um, are you guys still and, there? And are, are, can you hear us? Can you hear us? Okay. Can you hear me <laughs> I'm now? <here>. Okay. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah.
1: Um, so so um, I, I, I
2: lose one or the other of you
1: okay well we keep losing I'm you entirely. so
2: hopefully everyone can okay. see me
1: ah uh, this is frustrating oh um i uh, can you can you hear us now can you hear me now i can yeah, hear me... you
0: yes gotcha i think we were what um we lost you momentarily there and so we didn't quite get that whole story about <laughs> how you did that oh okay So uh, just to could maybe we just recap, you uploaded it to YouTube, YouTube automatically does transcriptions, then you go in and you did description and the way they do it is that it's time coded with all of the the verbiage all at least as best as they could uh, converted it into text and then you use that to make your edits and to know where you want things to be cut. So basically use it as your script for your editor. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep,
1: That's really yeah, cool. I think
0: brilliant. Yeah. I totally forgot about the time code stamp. Cause I, my, um, my hack for that has always been just record whatever it is that you're trying to transcribe on my phone. Like if I'm at an event or something like that and I know it's something I want, in a text format or bits and pieces or whatever, I'll record it in my phone, just pure audio. And then I'll turn on Google Docs and turn on text uh, speech to text mm-hmm. and then just push play on that audio file on my phone. Put the speaker of the phone right next to the microphone on my laptop and then just let it play and let Google Docs transcribe the whole audio file for me. And you have to go, obviously to go in
2: and So the last that? I tried to do that, I couldn't get it to read. So what I did was I played it to myself wearing headphones and then I read it. So like, like,
0: oh, "Oh, you copied it back. You basically talked it back out loud. Yeah. And uh, my (laughs) boss
2: actually walked in while I was doing that. And I was reading the CEO's speech from a different talk. And he's like, what are you doing? Because he heard me reciting her exact speech and then saw it filling in on my computer screen as I was going. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh, that would be hard. Yeah, I don't know why it didn't pick it up for you. Yeah, It works great for me, but I, that timecode stamp is like, that's brilliant. I think next time I'll try just um, adding that audio just to an image, make it a video, upload it to YouTube, and get the timestamp next to all that transcribed text. So okay. In my you- case,
2: it's because it's multiple people working on the file. Um, so she's sending me back the timecodes of the parts that she wants. Um, and so that's how we're doing it. So it's been useful. Oh, okay.
1: Very cool. Yeah. We've um, we've played around with a bunch of different sort of I, uh, other
2: family there. member has finished his trip for the morning. So he's uh-huh. walking around now. <laughs> no,
1: can, no worries. You, can you
0: hear Chris now, Emily? Nope, just you. Oh. Ooh, that's right. weird.
1: Right, you can hear me?
0: I can hear you, Chris. All, uh, All right. Uh, and, and Emily can hear me, so you, you, you talk to me, Chris, and then I'll transcribe uh, uh, it for Emily. Uh, people <laughs> in uh, chat,
2: can you hear Chris? Yeah. Is it just me? Oh, all right.
1: Yeah. How odd. Kind of crazy. Okay. Well, we'll we'll do the trans. Uh, what is it? The telephone game. Yeah.
2: For me, right? he's just a little grayed out box.
1: Weird. Oh,
0: we, so you know, um, uh, one of us could try a refresh.
2: Oh yeah, I
0: can try that. That doesn't make anything go away, but it just kind of resets Crowdcast. Um, just, and, uh, and the, and the event will still be going, so we can just do a little fill.
1: We'll, we'll just sing. Oh, we'll dance.
0: Hey, we're still here. We're not leaving. We're just, uh, this is a mid show break today. Thank you. Excellent. Special thanks to the uh, technology gremlins hanging out in everybody's computers today.
1: It's been one of those days, even from before the show started, uh, the, our, our video started today, I was having trouble, so. Yeah. No, well, I've got okay. Emily can back on the screen. Can Emily see me now and talk to me or hear me? Or I
2: can. Yes.
1: That's crazy, eh?
2: When I answered into the, the yeah, line, so I was hoping.
0: It's
1: very wacky. Yeah, your
0: video looks clearer too. So yeah, yeah cool.
1: Well, do you yeah. know what? Um, I think it's the pupper. I think the pupper actually fixed it just by uh <laughs> by walking around the room there. So yeah. um, <laughs> very cool, awesome. So um. I think what I was starting to say was, uh, you know, we've tried a whole bunch of different transcript options uh, to try to get pieces of this show, you know, the, the recordings here that we could use for other purposes and stuff. And um, you know, I think we've we've um, we've tried a couple of services you know, just to see that you would pay for to get transcripts, but I think all of those that we've tried, they don't have the timestamp because they're not doing, they're not actually doing like a closed captioning kind of a transcript, they're doing a, uh, they're just doing literal, you know, verbatim yeah. timestamp, um, but some of them are actually, some of them are pretty robust, some of them have been pretty accurate, and some of them are pretty, well, there's also a huge price range depending on how much, you know, you're doing and stuff, so uh, uh, recognizing that you know, folks need to make money off of, uh, of these sorts of things. But there is also a huge price range. And sometimes you just uh, you got to kind of go with the uh, with the cheapest option. So the YouTube, I mean, you put it in and it processes for a while, but it's still faster than you reading it.
2: right? Oh, yeah, I box, usually you know. load it during the day, have it run yeah. overnight, and then in the morning come yeah. in and get it out. Um, yeah. And the only time that hasn't worked for me was I did a training recently on how to use an industrial vacuum
0: excellent
2: um it it came back very strange and i didn't read it before i sent the transcript off for translation and i got a really amusing amount of feedback about that i'm like oh well sorry (laughs) save time Uh, for me apparently not on the other end
1: yeah you miss a step and everything falls apart Uh, that whole proofreading who needs that very cool proof what No kidding. So there's a that's a cool budget hack. Um, And oh, you you made the YouTube account um, private, too. I like that tip so that, you know, you're not feeling like your stuff is out there and uh, and you're at risk or you're exposed or on display in that way, too.
2: Yeah. So with that, I I mean, if you had the link to it, you could see it. I did turn off the crawling options for it because I wanted to try and minimize as much as possible how people were going to come across that. Um, but even with the stuff that we use that I post, put into our LMS, I also copy it onto our YouTube channel just to have a backup somewhere um, because my computer can be a little black hole of media. Um, and so I, I have a bunch of stuff up in there that I just have as uh, private or unlisted, depending on the nature of the content itself.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do that with um, things that we need people to to do a quick review on or or sometimes we'll just do it if you're trying to show somebody something you put it up private at least and then it's not officially found but it's easy enough for them to get to if you needed to show them something um we've been working with um we've been working with Vimeo ourselves lately on a, on a couple of things and I haven't explored it but it does have um like our Domino 1 product it also has a a review process too that uh, um, would be interesting to explore a bit and uh, to learn a bit more about that. I just know realized it yesterday as I was doing something in it so um we're we've been looking at Vimeo in part because of um, like public facing videos because um, not long ago the YouTube embed code uh, process took away the clickbox option for turning off recommended videos, so you have less. Yeah. You have, no, you're, you're, you, know, you have less control with YouTube. And I mean, if you're putting something into a, an e-learning course or, or something, the last thing you really want is to give people a whole bunch of recommended other videos that aren't related to um, the topic. So that's why we've been exploring Vimeo, um, using it more and more for our own stuff. We still have the YouTube channel where we put things because that's a great place for people to find stuff. But if we're trying to deliver a video in a controlled way, we're, we're, we're going to the Vimeo. Uh, yeah. now, I think so. people
0: forget, too, about Vimeo sometimes, and it's always good to let people know because the um, I've had conversations with folks when they, you know, it, once they start complaining about YouTube, uh, you know, and that, that it's not working for them or it's not doesn't have this security or that or there's, you know, whatever reason there is, um, you know, for it, I always have to say, well, have you tried Vimeo? And it's it's either one of two things. They've either never heard of it, which is weird, but it happens. Uh, or it's, oh, yeah, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, I definitely need to go do that. I even have an account there. I just completely forgot <laughs> because you know, for, for whatever reason. But it's like I always like to think of it as the uh, not necessarily the anti-YouTube, but it's all the things that you wish YouTube could do for you. <laughs> Vimeo just kind of picks up the ball and runs with it. Yeah.
2: yeah I, uh, I wondered. we We set all of our training computers to have – Sorry. We set all of our computers to have one training account um, connected to them. And we had warned everybody that if they start searching on YouTube, that it would change the ads that everybody else is seeing because they're all on a single account. Um, Um, And I hadn't put together that maybe the reason you're talking about is the reason that the related videos have started getting strange, that it isn't our staff doing it, that it's the system. So that's something that I definitely will look into.
1: Yeah and the I mean the, even outside of what you're actually doing I, I read something not long ago an article that was sort of saying you're never really more than six recommendations away from some nut job conspiracy video really uh, <laughs> being recommended so even if you haven't been searching for nut job conspiracy videos people have gamed the system the YouTube recommendation engine so much that eventually it, something comes yeah. up so
0: you, you know you know what I was just going to say It's like if you really want to know about how to be really good since how to game the youtube system watch and learn from those you may hate the videos you may hate the content but they are masters of owning the system and getting in front of eyeballs that's for sure <laughs> But yeah um I know it looks like we're we're still kind of dropping out with Emily, but um you know the the next question I was going to ask was about you know um a little more video about the book since we're kind of on this topic and kind of going down this road. if there's any section or chapter in the book where um you talk about video uh from an instructional design perspective, and if you're an army of one inside of a corporate, you know what are some other things we can do to be uh, more impactful and, and utilize the medium.
2: Yeah, so I actually have a whole chapter that talks about multimedia, de- actually, I guess there are two chapters. One of them is on audio um, and the other is on video and graphics. Um, the other thing that's been pretty powerful that I've been doing is that I want to ensure that I have uh, graphics that are representative of the staff or in my organization. And so I've been using okay. the screen that I would be using in video and as staff are willing to do it. And I, I found that I have to do a little bit of pre-planning with them in terms of, you know, wear your makeup, wear, look the way you want. I don't necessarily want to be uh, remembered for the posterity of the organization looking like that. So I tell them, dress however you want, even if it's not exactly what you would wear. And using that in as like the feedback, you know, where it's like the, you know, kinds of things. Um, so that it, it is really of the kind of people you meet in the organization.
1: Hmm. So we've been, we've been losing your, I've been losing okay. the audio um, here. Oh, things are jumping around. There we go.
0: No, I'm just, I'm just going to put this up if you don't oh, mind. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, sure. And then uh, yep, yep, that way yep. we don't just see the black hole. Oh, <laughs> there we go. Just don't
2: worry. worry. I am no, what's going on. I blame Oregon. It's so early in the morning that the Internet doesn't know how to work.
1: <laughs> um, it's, it's like we have the same problem here in Canada. It's, sometimes it's just too cold, minus 20, and, uh, you know, the, the information gets slowed down too.
2: Is it really minus 20 for you right now?
1: Oh it's Celsius. It was minus twenty Celsius, which actually is probably not far off minus twenty Fahrenheit, I guess. They they come together. What minus minus thirty two? Anyway, I don't remember that, but it was cold. It's a cold snap
2: Right now, which is why I'm wearing a jacket sitting in my living room. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because inside the house it's colder than I would like.
1: Um, yeah. Um, so, so just uh because uh, the audio for me anyway kicked out a couple of uh, maybe I'll just summarize what I think you were mentioning. So you were um, you're inviting colleagues from your organization to actually become basically stock photo models, but you're using the green screen, and, and is that so that you can like transparent JPEG them? Yep. Or transparent ping them? PNG yeah, them. That's very cool.
2: Put them just either over the white background of the the you know, authoring tool that I'm using, or I can put them into different scenarios. So a lot of what I'm doing is I'll take a picture of part of our work environment and have that just as an empty background and then have the different people sort of slide in for, you know, the conversation that we're modeling or um, whatever the scenario is that we're trying to do.
1: Cool, and so um, a couple of things for people who want to try this themselves. Um, I mean, are you, I, you could use any camera for that, right? Like you could even use the phone. I actually use
2: the phone, I use my just office supported mobile phone that they hand out to everybody for quite a bit of the work that we do. Um, In fact, lately in this last um, series of videos that I was doing, I have like the fancy high-end video camera that I use for like my main shot. And so I used that for the sort of conversation that these two people were modeling in a soft skills conversation that we were having. But then I took um, tablets that we offer out to different staff members to do some of their like emaily type stuff. And I set those as my reverse angle. And so they were both doing close-ups of the two people talking. And that way, I've got three cameras that I can sync in my video editing tool. And then I can have the off angles. And while the ones that I'm taking from the tablet aren't quite as high resolution as the one that I'm taking from the, the wide shot, because they're so much closer, I don't need to zoom in. So I don't need that extra bit of resolution because the cameras are physically closer to the audience member or the, to the people being taped.
1: hmm very cool, um, and so for the photo, the stock photo stuff, um, what, you've got the green screen. Are you just popping that into something like Photoshop and just doing a quick eyedropper removal kind of a thing, or, or yep. how, what, what's your process for that? Yeah, okay.
2: Yeah, I just drop it in and then do the green remove, or um, you can do the the background remove and lower the um, variability of the background because you know if I don't steam my my uh, green screen, then sometimes I have a little bit of waver in the color there. Right. Actually, the new hack somebody told me for that was I threw it in an industrial dryer for about five minutes and then hung it up, and then I didn't have to steam it, and it was wonderful. Oh, somebody decided to say hi.
1: Hi. (laughs) Very cool. Um, Laura's popped a a link into the um, into the chat there. In case you haven't seen it, https this person does not exist. dot com, which I think I know what she's referring to. That's the um, AI generated people, right? Uh,
2: yeah, I actually played with that this week. It's pretty neat. Um, my only complaint with it, I mean, other than it takes eyes from some people and not others, so they get like, sometimes they get sort of weird thing, is that you can't ask it to generate a specific type of person for you. So you can't say right. like, I need a 20-year-old mm-hmm. woman, you just sort of get whatever it gives you. Um, and so I don't... I haven't found a use for it yet. I guess I, if I were just playing around on there for a while, I could save the ones that I like, um, but I haven't done that yet. But I think long-term that that will be really cool technology when it will let us generate the people that we want.
0: Yeah, yeah it's a bit scary, I must say. I, I This is the kind of stuff that totally freaks me out. So uh, I I have a tendency to go to the dark side when I see technology like this. <laughs> and and as wonderful as it is i just start envisioning all of the trouble that could be caused with something like this so we
2: <laughs> we'll see what's step happens. up from that like, website what what you, like, you know where you put in the picture of the, the two adults and see what comes out of it
1: sorry what was yeah. that brett was talking over you oh bad, brett
2: <laughs> sorry For me, it's just a step beyond the, you know, you put in the picture of two people and see what their children would look like together. Uh, Incarnation of that. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah.
0: Well, the one I like is getting to see what you're going to look like when you grow old. If they, you know, you put in a shot of yourself younger and then a shot of yourself now, and there's one that'll show you what you're going to look like in 10 years or 20 years Mm And uh, that one's always interesting too. Or maybe it's a shot of like your father and yourself or something like that. I can't remember which one it was. I'll have to look for that, but one of them aged you and, yeah, and you they wanna, did a pretty decent job.
2: Do the one where it makes you younger.
0: Yeah. Ooh, that's-
2: that one's really disturbing. Cause it like photoshops out all the wrinkles
0: and you're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I lost cool. your audio. Me again. Oh. That's why I keep accidentally talking over you. I'm uh, sorry.
1: Oh, I hear lot. you now. I hear a squeaky, yeah, <laughs> a squeaky toy.
2: I, I keep taking them away from him, and he keeps finding more.
1: Uh that's that's the joys of of what we do is the uh, uh, the extras that, that get involved in the production. So
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. What other tips you got for us, Emily? Uh, Let's
2: see. Okay. So I had a thing where I talk about why you would choose to buy something instead of develop it. Um, I think mainly that boils down to um, if you can find something that meets your need for less than the amount of money that it would cost you to do it. So for me, as opposed to, to doing like a, as I'm making each module or whatever it is that I'm working on, that I would try and go source media for that from my organization. I try and have twice a year sort of trips around to different offices where they know that I'm coming and I'll take a bunch of B-roll and I'll take a bunch of stock, stock um, sort of photos so that I have it sort of knowing, because I I usually have like a year plan, like I know what I'm going to develop in the next year for the organization. And with those things in mind, um, try and get things that are reflective of that need. Um, You know, with there always being the the sort of one-offs where we had one recently where we needed to make a picture of something that would never happen to show that it wouldn't happen and so we had to go in and make that one specifically. Um, um, but as much as possible just having a wide variety of um, images, photographs, audio, um, and then just talking to the people in the organization. So for one of them I needed um, background noise. And so I just asked somebody to turn on their phone in record mode and record for like 25 minutes in the room that they were in so that I got this sort of ambient office noise that I could use for a particular module that I needed. Um, so for the most part, staff has been pretty excited to help me with the, the multimedia aspect. Um, because they're as interested in getting their name in print, as it were, as, uh, as I am. So I- well, I'm not
0: using you up- them. Oh, sorry. It frees you up from a lot of the copyright issues, too, that you might run into with, let's say, perhaps an image that you put up on a post that you didn't, that you forgot to put somebody's name on and link back to where the picture came from. <laughs> hypothetically, <laughs> if that were to happen, oh, of course. right. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, who's got, here's my great tip of the day. I've been trying to remember to do... uh like one good book. I wasn't going to do one today because since we're talking about your book, I was going to, you know, your book is the book of the day. But as we're talking about this stuff, I am reminded of Nancy Duarte mm-hmm. and uh, her work and the, the two books that she has. But one of the things that I picked up from her, I can't remember if it was in her book or on her blog, but um, really creative ways to create your own, imagery your own stock imagery for she was talking about it for presentations but obviously it works for e-learning stuff too and like one of the coolest ones that she has was um like when you're talk, when you're doing metaphors or when you're just trying to make a point and you cool. just want an image and it doesn't necessarily have to be something in particular she has um you know a box of either like alphabet soup or any type of like pasta shaped as alphabet letters, right? She always has one on hand and she places out the words she wants to spell and then take a picture of it. And then that, boom, that's it. Instead of just putting text on the screen, take a really creative picture using, you know, alphabet letters, spell out the words you want, take a picture of it, make it full screen and then you're good to go. so like soup, I guess you could do that. Uh, what else uh, is there? A, there's a cold cereal that used to, alphabet. Yes. Guess- yeah.
1: Amy's oh, tossing wow.
0: subscribe. Oh,
2: yeah, there you cows. go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where it's like those, um, I don't know what they're called, the black boards with the little lines in them and you put the white letters and you sort of stick them in. Oh, yeah.
0: I like that. Right. Yeah, you could use a light bright too and stick those little pegs in and do it the way Elf does. Yeah. <laughs> but I, it just, it makes me so that from a process perspective as instructional designers, it's one of those crazy things that when you're in the heat of a project, right, it's really hard to think creatively like that and it's hard to do it. So what I've been trying to do over the years is during my downtimes, times, uh, work on that creative muscle and do those types of things, even if I don't have a project, just so that it's more fresh on my mind and I know how to do it quickly when the time comes so that I'm not wasting a lot of time during a project crunch or something, trying to get that one main image. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, another hack for that kind of thing is like going to garage sales. If you ever just wake up on a Saturday morning and you're walking your dog and the neighbors have a garage sale going on, go look at the stuff. Cause sometimes they'll have like a, like an old, old typewriter or something. Take a quick snapshot of it or of the keyboard or something like that. Those are great images to have. And even though they're all over the internet, You just end up having to worry about the copyright and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, once you start collecting your own, then um, not only do you end up having that collection of different types of metaphors and things you can use in your e-learning stuff and your presentations, but you're building that creative muscle to see things differently and to know how to do that kind of stuff quickly.
1: I would imagine it gets kind of OCD uh, or obsessive uh, after a while. You're walking down the the street with your with your spouse, and uh, she's rolling her eyes because you're off to the yard sale to take some more snaps of stock photos. Yeah, so or I the have, grocery store. Or the grocery store. There we go. Yeah. Uh, uh, you your Instagram. The,
0: the, the grocery store is a fountain of imagery. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Very oh, cool. Those are some fantastic tips.
1: Yeah, that's an awful lot of good stuff that uh, can be all done fairly on the cheap, and that's very cool. That's a that's a brilliant bunch of ideas we've got here today. Um, yeah, well, I think
2: you use the actual, go
1: ahead.
2: If you can't use the actual image itself, I, I'm pretty sure I got this from Melissa Holloway, but it might have been Bianca Woods. They suggested you take the the image of whatever it is that you need and put it into PowerPoint. And then use the shapes in PowerPoint to replicate it, and you can make it look kind of like a cartoon version of the image. Um, and so then I've used that to put into like animation software where I don't have, or for whatever reason, I don't want to use real people for it, where I can have them interacting with a cartoon version of the reality.
1: And oh, can, very cool.
2: It, it's just time, basically. I mean, it took me yeah. like four days to do the last one because of all the detail in it. but. You can make it look surprisingly realistic. Very yeah, it's cool. a
0: creative launching point.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, awesome. So those are some brilliant things. Um, we're we're kind of hitting our time wall here. Uh, speaking of creating launch, creative launch pads, uh, Brent, let's let's dance. Let's launch some music and uh, roll into the rest of our day here, guys. Emily, thanks so much for joining us. It's been thanks absolutely fabulous you. again. Um, we'll see you. I'll see you definitely at ATD. I will follow, find you and uh, and we'll connect for coffee at least. And uh, and uh, anybody else is at ATD, make sure you be on the lookout. And uh, maybe we'll do a. I don't know. We'll figure it out some way. Maybe at our because we have a booth there, so maybe even at our booth, we'll get you to come by and we'll do. Oh, you.
0: You're going to be at Learning Solutions too, aren't you? No, not this year. Sorry.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Rats. Well, hey, all of you um, uh, instructional designers of one, e-learning department of one folks in the chat today, be sure to reach out to Emily Wood and buy her book before we dance out of here. That's my special effect for the day.
1: (laughs) Nice.